We may never know, Uther. I intend to live forever. How dare you show your face here? Uh, faces. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at that, you idiot! A lot of story there, a lot of lore. Uh, for those of you who are into that kind of thing, I love you. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Lore, the podcast that explores where we've been and where we may go next in the world of Warcraft. Welcome, everyone, to Live, Laugh, Lore, episode 63, the show that may just float away if it keeps, keep the rain keeps falling, because mm-hmm. it's been raining, raining for days. Each episode, we will check in, have some laughs, and talk all about the lore of Warcraft, one or two topics at a time. My name is Jin, the one whose world is a flood. Slowly, I become <laughs> one with the mud. And I'm joined by someone who can swim after 40 days, because if you know this joke, well, let's just say, you know. Then you know. <laughs> it's it's Allie. <laughs> I mean, I do love water and swimming. 40 days does feel like a lot. Yeah. I, I think in the biz, they call that a callback to yes, like last episode. That is a callback <laughs> to the last callback. episode, yes. This is true. <laughs> Don't know who all gets it, but hey, there you go. There's at least There's two your of them. They're like, that's fine. <laughs> two of them? Do you mean the two of us when we re-listen to this? Possibly, yeah. Okay, Those cool. are the two. Guaranteed two. <laughs> Maybe a third. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, hey, Allie. What you been up to? Hey, how you been? Hmm? How you been? I'm wearing a pirate hat. <laughs> she is. It's proof right there. Right there. We'll get to that in a minute. It. You can't see, listener, but I am pointing at the pirate hat. I am pointing so hard. (laughs) Pointing so hard. (laughs) No, I'm pretty good. I have not beaten Razageth yet, but we've gotten to 30% on Razageth. So we're we're getting there. Just at 30%, we very quickly fall apart. So (laughs) hoping some people get some gear, kind of pump out some more DPS numbers. I'm... My parses last week on Thursday, like we spent all of Thursday on Razageth, and I had some damn good healing parses. I was pretty proud of myself, not going to lie. Always room for improvement, but I'm pretty, pretty pleased with that. So hopefully we can pump out just a little more healing, a lot more DPS, and hopefully get it down this week. Beautiful. Hopefully. Yeah, but I've been doing some Mythic Pluses because I'm insane, and I'm still technically at item level 388 I got gloves that were good gloves and probably would put me at like 389 maybe even 390 but I'm saving them for the catalyst so mm-hmm. they can be tier gloves mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right now if I put them on it takes away my four piece that doesn't really work so okay, yeah I'll report next episode what my item level is actually at okay I've got a question about this this is, this is a good question so um in this uh, rating system of jerk face, not jerk face, I feel like we need to add in a tier because now it feels like the jerk face has now shifted to you because I only have two pieces and we're basically at the same eye level right now, right? At the two, oh. or the 388, 389. I mean, I mean who's I the jerk face here now? Jerk face. Because the, the initial jerk face level was item level. Sure, sure. It's, it's kind of so tight. I think we maybe we need a different phrase for tier. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. We'll just think about that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
Uh, I mean, listeners, if you have a suggestion of something to use, that's not jerk face yeah. for someone who has their four piece. Jerk face adjacent, but not jerk face. <laughs> jerk face adjacent. I mean, yeah. this is what, I mean, this is what it is. Jerk face adjacent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some, some but to be fair, I did. I hopped into LFR like a few weeks ago to get my fourth piece. And I was lucky and I got it. So mm-hmm. 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 I did have go the LFR route. Okay. But that's uh that's been about it for me watching my husband play a lot of pokemon scarlet oh yeah fat squirrel <laughs> fast squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh i'll post this on our twitter discord or something probably discord but i've i've never been that big into pokemon and i have nothing against it because i would totally be the type to have to catch them all but there's just all those little details of like this type is against as good against this type and this one evolves into this, this, and this. This is how you make this one evolve. And I just, there's always so many details. I never really truly got into it. But I watch others do it. And so I'll watch my husband do it. And I'll play, like, I play a little bit of Pokemon Go, a little bit of Pokemon Unite, and which are both you know, mobile games. And because I don't care enough to learn their names, I've created nicknames for a good chunk of them. But there's, there's a couple. I guess not a good I, chunk. There's like a thousand and eight Pokemon now, I think. So we, I, Lord Almighty. Yeah, we, we, there, uh, there was a, a YouTube that was on the Switch that we watched the other day. Wow. Uh, <laughs> but, so whatever this list of like, what, 15 or so is, I've created nicknames for a good chunk of them because I don't learn their names. I just create nicknames for them. And it's fun. Jeez, that, I'm, I'm still baffled at thousand and eight because I'm from the 150 or I think technically 151 OG crew. Yeah, that's 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 a lot. That's a lot. That's wow. It is wow. it's a lot. It's a lot. Wow. But anyways, that's that's it about me really. Just um just kind of chilling, kicking it and enjoying still enjoying the hell out of side quests and world quests and all that jazz and um I feel a little lost in life cuz I've already beaten all the advanced races. <laughs> And got on my title, and now I'm like, okay, where's my next, like, harder level of races? Race it, go. Yeah, I, I got nothing. I have done that. I, I nope. I have. I, I love I, it. I think I hit bronze on all of them. <laughs> oh, I got gold, baby, on all of them. I got the title. I think it's I Island Isle Runner now. Hmm. All right. Dragon Isles get so Isle Runner. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got it. So yep. That's my, that's my title now. I took off that field medic one, put that one on. But anyways, I'm rambling. Hey, what have you been up to, buddy? Uh, see, it's funny is I made all these jokes about raining and things like that. And it just so happens that today it finally stopped raining. And the forecast is like, hey, you get break. So, it's, it's, yeah, it's been a lot of rain. Still a lot of flooding around here. But, hey, it's uh, hopefully it looks like we got a little bit of a little bit of a break. Yeah, at least. Your, your storm came over here and I might get a foot of snow overnight. Yeah, it, it kept going. It, <laughs> it was... Yeah, the old West Coast was getting hammered, and then it just kept moving. <laughs> so, <Yep. laughs> so I'd say sorry, but it's I didn't do it. <laughs> it's not my fault. I you know what you're driving is, so it's it's all right. All right, all right, beautiful. <laughs> but speaking of all the good things that have happened in the game, I too have been running Mythic Plus because I am apparently insane. Because I, I am also insane that I've been pugging like 12s and 13s and stuff. Ooh, see, nope, nope. I, especially during Grievous, no. Oh, yeah. No. I'm just like, yeah, screw it. I'm, a, I'm a DPS. No. I don't care. I'm a DPS. No. I don't care. I'm just like, hey, I don't care. Um, I did a 10, and that was, my, that was my limit for Grievous this week. Yeah. I think I went up to the 13. It was, it was a good time. Um, 
But yeah, Razagath. We got Razagath down. That was a fun time. I like it like that. So Razagath. That was a fun fight. So let's see what we're talking about. That 30%. Honestly, it feels like once you get past all the platforms and you can stable if you if everyone's alive and you stabilize, that last little bit is good to go. Like, especially if it's like <laughs> the funny thing is, is <laughs> the so we're gonna let's see how how to win with the night. So it went okay, we were learning, we were learning, it's like it does a little stormy thing, wow, and you get not launched off of the different platforms right. or split up the ground. Okay, we're good there. Yep, yep. Okay. And then we do all the thing, oh kill the ads, kill the ads. We did that. And then, okay, we got to come back. We'll take the little portal. Woo, take the little portal. And then it's like, Woo. okay, the GPS is running over to help the other side. Huh? And then they're like, oh, wait, don't. No, they're they're good, too. Okay. And then yeah, they come over. that happens. Yeah. And then they came on over. And then now we're, we're fighting, we're fighting, we're fighting. And, and then it was, oh, God, what's the thing? What's going to happen? And we all got launched. <laughs> Because we didn't know where the last platform was taking place oh, at. Oh, yeah, And yeah, we were yeah. all just scattered to the wind. And, like, one person, like, was like, oh, I made it, guys. And that was hilarious, though. And then the very next poll, we, we, uh, I, think we I think it was the very next or one after that we were realized, okay, we should mark on that platform where we all need to stay. <laughs> it helps a lot. Yeah, I was like, this is the right platform. And I, and I, and I landed on the wrong platform. And it instantly killed me, and I was like, "Oh, that's, that's I'm on a platform though. Like, at least let me go, like, like cheer for them. <laughs> <laughs> let me cheer for them. Yeah, no, <laughs> straight yeah. to death. Yeah, no, no, I was like, no, you're dead. I was like, oh, so anyway, so yeah, Razgat's down. Uh, watch that whole cinematic. Uh, no spoiler, no spoiler. Uh, end raid cinematic, good, but the go turn in quest, mwah, even better." So that's all I'm saying. Good to know. I if we don't get this week, I'm probably gonna pug it so I can see it. I was gonna say if you if you're like ah, that's a little underwhelming. Go turn in the quest. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Oh, word of wisdom. Uh, <laughs> you will want to be able to watch the cinematic if you go turn in the quest. Um, but you should drop you should drop out of the raid group. <laughs> if you're still in the raid group, it won't give you credit for turning in the quest. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be a problem. Yeah, like literally everyone was like, wait, I watched the cinematic. I talked to her. Why can't I turn in the quest? We're like, oh, shit, we're in a raid group. <laughs> <laughs> so all of us had to drop the raid group, talk to, her, talk to Alex Jaws again, skip the cinematic, and then and then move along. So there you go. There you go. Again, there's my, there's my no spoiler version of the cinematics. Um, Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. <laughs> and then, finally, I am very excited. This is brand new. Hot off the presses. My avatar, The Last Airbender, tabletop role-playing game, arrived. And I am so freaking excited. Ooh. Yes. It is the Kickstarter that I backed. It is called Avatar Legends, the role-playing game. And now, I don't know if I'm going to be playing any, but hey, with all this, like, <laughs> Wizards of Coast, <laughs> like, <laughs> Maybe I'll just play this. <laughs> this is pretty sweet. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. you showed it to me right before we started recording. It it does look pretty great. Yeah. I got some good stuff in that pack. I haven't unwrapped anything, but I got two books, a map, a couple character sheet packs. Look at some dice. Dice. Oh, dice bag. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, my God. I have a dice bag. Oh, yeah. I'm totally going to use that when I go to play. Uh, so, just love D&D <laughs> uh, in February. So, it'll be, it'll be good times. But, yeah, I'm super excited. Avatar TTRPG. I'll probably tweet it out and show everybody what I got. It's like a, it's not an unboxing because I already unboxed it. But I'll, I'll take a picture of it. And be like, look at this. It's so freaking cool. Ah, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's. I just wanted to geek out for a second. Everybody, I got my Avatar tabletop RPG. It's great. It's great. I'm super excited. 
Let's be to be super excited. We, we get, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. Nothing beats a brew shared between friends. All right, so Allie is wearing a pirate hat. Mm-hmm. Allie, why are you wearing a pirate hat? Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> I don't know why we're a pirate hat. We're, drink, we're drinking rum. Yes, we're drinking rum. Okay. Not just any rum. I'm this is fancy rum. I'm going to see if I can say it. We are drinking Florida Cana 18 Centario Ultra Premier Rum. <laughs> I don't know if that was right, but sure, we'll go with Florida that. Florida Florida Canna. 18 Centauri. Maybe Kanya? Kanya? I don't know what that little accent mark said does to that N. It's I think a, it makes it Kanya. Kanya? 18 Kanya. Centenario. Yeah. Ultra premium rum. It's very good. It's, yeah. it's very it's, good. Uh, j- j- this was all Jim's idea. He took advantage of Drizzly and yeah. sent me this very fancy rum. I still don't know why he has chosen this fancy rum. Because it was available in both locations. <laughs> it was available in both locations. And apparently he felt like going with fancy rum. So I'm yeah, like, I'm not going to turn down rum. Yeah. It was one of those things where I was like, you know, because one of the things that we often struggle with on this beautiful show is it's like, hey, we want to sync up drinks. We want to sync up drinks. Where do you have this? And it's no. Do you have this? No. Do you have this? No. This way I could just be like, hey, is this available? And then you click on it and then you swap the address and it goes... It's not available in that area. I was like, oh, okay, moving along. <laughs> That's why we do so many cocktails in this show, because it's just so much easier to be like, mixed drink. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Get your mm-hmm. own ingredients. That's true. That's true. That is one of the reasons why. But this was this was pretty handy. Yeah, this is a, it's an amazing little thing. So yeah, if you were, if you have someone in your life that's like, hey, I, I like booze, uh, Drizzly, you can check it out. Yeah, that totally worked. It was pretty great. There's a little gift option too, and they'll even contact the person and be like, hey, you can be home because you guys signed for this crap. <laughs> This comes in a, it comes in this really nice, like, high-quality gift bag. Yeah, it was beautiful. It's all fancy. Super fancy. Super, super fancy. Anyway, what would you rate uh, our fancy rum? I would rate it... How many fancies out of fancy? I don't know. <laughs> how many fancies out of fancy? Yeah. Is it five fancies? Is it six fancies? I don't know. I mean, are we doing out of five or ten? I don't know. I guess we do ten. Yeah, I feel like that's a better granular day Okay, okay, actually, here's a better. Here's a picture. Who gives a shit about fancies? This is what I want to know. Okay, this versus the private stock. All right, that's that's what we that's that's what we got to say. You you don't have to say if it's better. You just have to say is it as good, close to. I'm just saying, like compare the two, right? How much better, or is it like mm, private stock still better? Like I'm just curious. That's that's what we're doing here. And Ali, the look on Allie's face is like, what is uh, this? is like Sophie's I Choice up in here. <laughs> you're making me choose between my favorite children. Um, <laughs> you don't have to choose. It's just, it's just like, is it, is it, does it stack up? Does it compare? It, it definitely stacks up, I will say. Like, and this definitely, like, granted, like a bottle of private stock is, I forget how much now, like 30 bucks maybe. And this was more. Mm-hmm, it was. And it tastes like it was more. Like, it's, it's definitely, it is. It is a fancier rum, mm-hmm. for sure, and not just your typical. I, I, it hurts me, pains me in my soul to say typical Captain Morgan's, but I have to. So it's definitely this is this is fancy occasion rum, mm-hmm. as I'm going to start calling it. I have my podcast sipping rum, which is the private stock. This is the fancy occasion rum. Yeah. All right. All right. See, so, that's the differentiation you. there. Yeah, it's it's, it's nice. So I think so. If we're if we're gonna like compare, I, I will I will talk about flavor palette. 
This one's okay, like, go for it. This one's like spicier. Like it's got a, like a little it is like, spicier. Like, a little, little more of a burn to it. it. It's got more of a burn and more of like, I, I, I pride myself on not making faces and stuff when I take a shot mm-hmm. or sip like hard alcohol like this. But I kind of almost make faces with this one because it just it does have a little more oomph to it. Yeah, it's it's like it's like a little like whoo. It's it's not one of yeah, those like a, bad faces where you're like no, God. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you're right. It's a, it's a whoo face. Yeah, it's like a it's exactly what it is. Like whoo, whoo, hello, rum. Yeah, nice to see you. Yeah, let's just say if you got a real big sweet tooth, you would probably enjoy the private stock more because the private stock has it a very a little, sweet yeah. profile to it. This yeah. not super sweet. Much more of a spice, spicy to it. It's spicy. Yeah, that's like a good a, way to describe it. Yeah, and then, yeah. why is it so spicy? Like that's <laughs> that's what this one is. Like I take smaller sips of this stuff yeah, compared to the private yeah, stock. It, it might yeah. last. Like if this was private stock, this would be down quite a bit. Like I'm barely past. Yeah. I'm barely past the little bad day line. Like I'm. I got a long ways to go. This is gonna be a good night. That's what I'm saying. It's gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what gonna, that's what we're saying. It's your night to do show notes. <laughs> Oh boy, speaking of your night, it's your night to do that thing that I don't have a bumper for. Maybe we should at one point do a bumper, but I don't. So it's your thing to do that I'm I just wrote silly The bumper about. is me being awkward. That's that how is. this goes. Oh yeah, this is the bumper. Hey, 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 hey. hi, hi everyone. Hey, hi. Hey, so if you're listening to this right now and you're not a patron, you should probably hop on some social media and track one down and... Tell them thank you, because without them, this show wouldn't be nearly as awesome as it is. Now, granted, the show would still likely be here. We would still be our silly, ridiculous selves. But those patrons really like keeping us comfortable and sipping on fancy rum, which is how that's here right now. So if you want to join their ranks and keep the fancy rum flowing, please listen to the end of the show to find out how. (laughs) I like coming up with stupid new things. It's fun. I like it. Uh, oh yeah, I totally reordered this thing. Mm. Oh yeah, okay. Now it it makes sense. Now it makes sense. Oh good. I'm just okay. not used to it, but now I can press this. How am I supposed to live, laugh, love in these conditions? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Random person from the internet that I grabbed this sound from, but I will say things, and that is, these days when you search for updates on the Activision Blizzard lawsuit. Not much of the original stuff comes up anymore. Like, like we've been doing this for a while. But we're going to still talk about it until, like, the, you know, a better ABK Twitter says, we won. Mission accomplished. Like, George Bush style. Like, <laughs> mission accomplished. <laughs> okay, maybe not. Maybe, maybe bad example. Okay. But maybe, like, actually mission accomplished. Maybe, maybe actually <laughs> mission accomplished. Actually, actually. <laughs> right. But anyway, what you mostly get is information on the Microsoft deal and how it may be postponed. However, this is it's a fun one. I, I So, however, today I was happy to read that ZeniMax over at Microsoft has officially become the largest union in gaming industry and the first recognized by Microsoft. Yeah! And it would seem that Microsoft is trying to do a little PR cleanup, too. First, they amended the response to the FTC's lawsuit because... We didn't really cover that too much here because we just, like, it was, it was more of, like, a like, kind of in-passing comment and we covered it a little bit. But let's just say Microsoft's initial response was a little, little aggressive, a little aggressive, right? So they, they amended their response and they're like, oh, sorry, guys, we're, we're sorry. We did not mean to call the FTC unconstitutional because <laughs> they did. <laughs> All right. Next, it put out an ad in the Washington Post coming out in support of unions, citing that the letter 
which they cited in the letter that they recognize Zenimax's union, unlike Activision Blizzard, to keep it. <laughs> Seriously. Microsoft was like, yeah, 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 we're just, we're just gonna do it. Here, I, this is not a super long article, so I, here's here is the full ad that they put into the Washington Post. It is titled, A New Year Opens New Doors. As we enter a, a new year, we remain committed to creating the best workplace we can for people who make a living in the tech sector. When both labor and management bring their voices to the bargaining table, employees, shareholders, and customers alike benefit. This includes the more than 300 employees at Microsoft ZeniMax Media Studios who have exercised their legal right to vote to form a union. This is in keeping with the new groundbreaking labor neutrality principles that the communication workers of America and Microsoft established last year. During 2023, we hope to bring the same agreement and principles to Activision Blizzard, which Microsoft has proposed to acquire. We aren't asking the FTC to ignore competition concerns. On the contrary, we believe it's important to explore solutions that protect com competition and consumers while also promoting the, promoting the needs of workers, economic growth, and American innovation. We believe this is the spirit that led Congress to establish the FTC in 1914. It's a spirit worth keeping alive today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that was a little like, hey guys, you're, um, just so you know, you're not unconstitutional. Just, just so you know. A <laughs> little, little, little buttering up there. A little, little sucking up. That's, I had to put this whole thing in there because it's like, oh, the first thing, okay, it sounds good. It's just PR crap, blah, 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 blah. I hope they mean what they're writing. Like, I hope this isn't just fluff um but it was <laughs> i'm sorry it was it was too funny when literally they responded in their first uh the ftc lawsuit basically saying like you guys shouldn't even exist <laughs> you don't got to to putting a full page ad of basically saying um i don't know whatever lawyer wrote that of was probably i don't know he's probably drunk that night <laughs> we're sorry about that <laughs> he had too much fancy rum or something like <laughs> i don't know he's been trolling the QAnon forums or something like, okay, all right, take it easy there, killer. Uh, so anyway, do you have any thoughts on this? Is it, yeah. I think, I mean, good on them on one hand. Okay. On the other hand, this definitely is a PR cleanup. Oh, for sure. B PR, um, continuation as to clean up and say, look how great we are. And C really boosting themselves up. At the same time, while ABK is still fighting unions, mm -hmm. hardcore fighting unions and anti-union busting and all that jazz, like, the, the, so, so while ABK is like a real crappy with all that, Microsoft's like, oh, look at us, everyone. <laughs> Here's how much we're supporting this. Look at how great we are. He's like, hey guys, did you see this? We're like, so great. We have the biggest gaming industry un union under our umbrella. 300 employees. Like, like that's actually pretty big. Pretty big. So, yeah, it totally feels like, um, like we, like we said, it, it's, it's, they're, they're trying to clean up a little bit of a mess. They, 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 they stepped in it. We'll say they kind of stepped in a little bit with that initial FTC. Yeah. Yeah. Um, response. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Uh, maybe not as bad as uh, supposedly Wizard of the Coast stepped in it with uh, some of the stuff that they've been doing. Oh, but we're, that's that's that's, that's not a, what that's, we're that's about. a different podcast, that's a, my friend. That's a whole other podcast. You probably started <laughs> a whole podcast just about just that. All right, any other thoughts on that before we jump into our? That's main? about it. I mean, we could talk about how the EU is now trying to stop the 
Microsoft ABK mm -hmm. deal, but that's just another list of entity in the list of people who are trying to stop the deal. So that's, I read that today and I'm like, uh, yeah, but that sounds about right. Mm -hmm. That's, mm -hmm. that's about all there is to it really. Pretty much. All right. Well, without further ado, we are going to jump into a shish. What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? Well, not what I originally planned. I'll tell you that it's much. True. It's not. Yeah. Because originally I was like, well, let's talk about some dungeons. And I was like, nah, I don't want to talk about dungeons. Maybe that's an alley episode. That feels more like an alley episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want to see Jin do a Dungeon Fables episode. That's ooh, all I know. Oh, 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 oh. That's challenge accepted. I might do an actual Dungeon Fables episode. Just stretch the whole thing. Just was like... Just, oh man, this is gonna be so great! Oh man, I have an idea. <laughs> like we already got plans for the next episode, but maybe the time, time next time we do show notes, maybe, maybe you can. Welcome to False Fables. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll plan. We'll talk. Oh, uh, that'd be funny. That'd be funny. Anyways, anyway, so what are we actually talking about today? No, so in the last episode, we were like. Oh my god! We talked about the renowned 12 quest line, and that got me thinking. And I went back and looked at some of the notes, and I was like, you know, you know, we covered the Titans. We covered and talked about all the little Titan keepers and watchers a little bit, but you know, we didn't really do a deep dive into tier. Yeah. yeah. And I kinda wanna do that. I wanna do a little bit of a deep dive into tier. So we're gonna talk about we're talking about tier. That's what we're talking about. Alright, so here we go. Let me let me just let me just read through this fun stuff. In preparation for Dragonflight, we briefly covered the history of the Titans as well as the Titan Keepers. <laughs> they created during episode 49. After listening, editing, to the last episode regarding the story we learned during the renowned 12 questline, I had to shift my focus in tier and history, and I was like, yes, do it! So here we go, we're gonna jump right into it. Early life. Mm-hmm. Early life, or early creation, because it's not like he had a, he was a, tears a baby, and then, no, he was created and was like, go kill that thing. Like, <laughs> Can you imagine teenage Tyr and teenage Odin? I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining that was Tyr. It's like, <laughs> All right. So let's see what happened with the early life. Well, so let's, let's, kind of, let's kind of run through this real quick. So when the Titans first discovered Azeroth, and they saw firsthand the old gods and their corrupting influence and the planet's world soul. Blah, blah, blah. We get the idea. Planet had a world soul. Old gods throw on there. Yummy, yummy, yummy. They're going to like corrupt it, corrupt it. Get the idea. Well, oh, they took action by creating the Titan Keepers. That's what the Titans did. They were like, we got we to gotta stop it. Oh, man, we got to stop these old gods. Well, Tyr was one among of those Titan Keepers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And their creators ordered them to destroy the old gods. Stop those old gods. Stop them. Now... One of the reasons I also wanted to bring this up is because we also talked about how, and I feel like this is not a coincidence, so I need to bring this up now. Well, remember when we went back to in, in a freaking, what is it? What's that freaking zone name? Thaldrasis, you know, where Valdrakis is. Thaldrasis? Thaldrasis. Yes. Thaldrasis, yeah. We were helping out the bronze <laughs> dragon flight, and we went way back in time. Hey, we're going to talk about that time right now, kind of. Technically, the time that we went back to was actually before the Titans arrived because they were the the old gods were still fighting with the elemental lords. So yeah, that was way back, way back in the day. But anyway, that whole fight, that had already happened. Titans showed up. Elemental lords were already enslaved by the old gods because when old Amethul and, and the rest of the Titans said, go get those old gods, well, they had to take out this, the elemental lords first. 
But we're just going to skip over that and because we already talked about how Odin got a melty beard in episode 49 and blah, 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 blah. So, so the Titan Keepers, alongside the rest of the Titan uh, Forge creations, defeated the enslaved elemental lords and turned their attention to the most powerful old god of them all. So how do you say that old god name, Allie? I'm, I've, I have no friggin' clue. Like, I've said Sarge. it so many... You surge. <laughs> I think it's just you surge. That's how I say it. I can't guarantee that that's right. That's just how I've always said it. You surge. Whatever. You get the idea. You, you surge. The Shah. It's the thing that created the Shah, right? So there you go. Anyway, the old god and their forces had the upper hand because there's the most powerful old god of them all. But the Titans wouldn't allow the Titan Keepers to lose because... Dang it, we can't create more, even though we just snapped our fingers and we had more. Like, I don't... So, we're not, <laughs> we're not gonna think about that. We're just gonna be like, oh no, our Titan creations are gonna lose. No, they were just like, well, we can't have let that happen. You know. So, Amatul reached down to the massive hand, plucked at the old guy. We all know. Well, well of eternity. Well, that's that's what happened there. Boom. Alright, like we said, to his, Amatul, and the rest of the Titan's horrors. Uh-oh. Yasuraj's body was embedded far deeper into the planet's crust, and Amatul he created had realized. Amatul was like, "Uh, oops, <laughs> that's kind of what happened there." Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah, so he ripped he ripped the body from the surface and nearly killed Azeroth's world soul. So can't do that again. That's a that's a one time only trick. All right, so they would like I said, so, yeah, can't destroy can't destroy the world soul. Gotta gotta save Azeroth. That's the whole point of this. Don't just kill it in the process. That's not good. All right, in the end, though, the Titan Keepers were victorious. Yay, as we all know. And they were able to imprison, imprison the remaining old gods. All right. They were able to stabilize the wound, left behind, ripping, yeah, that's well of eternity, blah, blah, blah. We get it, we get it. All right, that's the early life. We all, we all kind of knew that. Just wanted to set the scene. All right, that's the scene. See? All right, act two. Here we go. We're gonna call, we call this the old gods influence. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> All right, if you've been playing long enough, you know that Cthun was imprisoned in Akaraj, Nazoth somewhere beneath the ocean, around the, yeah, I don't know, it's just, there was no specific location. All right, <laughs> and who we'll be focusing on for a bit, Yog saran was locked up in Olduar. Now you see, it's a real good saying that goes, you don't eat where you shit. All right, <laughs> apparently the Titan Keepers hadn't heard this one before because they were like, yeah. Let's make our base of operations the same place that we locked up Yogg-Saron. Makes total sense. And that was Ulduar, obviously. And it is the same facility containing the Forge of Wills. All that's important. All important little bits there. See, like that's just like, I can see making their base on top of the prison because you, you gotta monitor the prison, right? Sure. You gotta like... You know, like, so I, I can see putting bases where the prisons are in order to enforce the imprisonment. Putting something as important as the Forge of Wills there, now that's where I'm like, you guys are freaking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they created the Forge of Wills there. And then there was also, well, there's also, there's, and the fact that they're all there, gathered there, and this is an old god who's supposed to have a big corrupting influence. And they're like, it'll be fine. More on that later. <laughs> okay. Let's just put it this way. The first to succumb to the whispers of Yogg-Saron was Loken. All right. Now, Yagi was like, Hey, hey, Loken. You want to betray everybody? Loken was like, nah, man. Nah, I'm good. Uh, that's, a, that's a no for me. But, obviously, that's not how an old god works. He's not just going to be like, psst, psst, hey, hey, let's betray everyone. It'd be awesome. 
No, no, no. <laughs> it's a little more subtle than that. I mean, obviously. Maybe he'll try it once. See if it, you know, maybe he's really convincing. Rolls that nat 20 on the persuasion, persuasion rule. And he's like, yeah, you know what? That does sound awesome. No. I mean, some some of his whispers, like, if, if you're feeling a little lonely and a little rough, like, some of the whispers of, like, no one loves you. Like, they're a little rough. Like, oh, especially Cthulhu's whispers. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Cthulhu's are like, you will die. Die. Dude. <laughs> Your friends will abandon you. Dude, stop. <laughs> it's creepy. <laughs> yeah. Like, when you, when you do that ancient Azeroth section of the questing in Thaldrasis, you get to hear a lot of these whispers again. Mm-hmm. You actually listen to them? Ooh, yeah. They, 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 they sure try. They sure try those whispers. Mm-hmm. Friggin' his ass over there going, you got a nice ass. Wait, what? <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> Who's that? All right. <laughs> no, I was looking. I've been, been doing some squats lately. Nice. It's working out for me. <laughs> what, isn't his off looking at your ass? Hey, his ass is everywhere. Man. It's, he puts eyeballs on people's foreheads. <laughs> of course, he's going to notice. <laughs> Why do you think you put those eyeballs there? Obviously. It's hard not to look. I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But wearing, wearing the friggin' leggings and shit like that, you know, it lifts it. You know, you get the idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, old Yagi Yagi. Yagi was like, hey, Logan, you want to have some fun? Logan was like, nah, man, I'm good. So, Logan was having his own fun, though. Logan was having his own fun. So, let's discuss that. Here, it's, it's, uh, gets a little complex. Uh, let's just say little days of our livesy up in here. So it does. Yeah, it gets a little days of our livesy. So here we go. Like I said, Yaga wasn't able to directly influence him, but here we go. This is what actually happened. Here's the first thing that kind of went down. First, it was actually the destruction of the Titan's body by Sargeras. This was kind of the the whole thing that was set in motion. Because as we kind of talked about in episode 49, when the Titans were destroyed, uh, oh. Norganon was like, no, we're not going to die. We're just not going to have a body and our spirits are going to go over to Azeroth because you don't know where Azeroth is and we're going to be safe there because we created these Titan Keepers. They're awesome. You check them out, but we're not going to tell you about it. So don't check them out. Scratch that. See you later. Never. (laughs) (laughs) So they go and they freaking spirits of the Titans embed themselves into the old Titan Keepers. and And when that happens, they're like, they're getting like freaking weird flashbacks and memories of lifetimes that they never lived and you know, going up the cosmos and like, well, dude, it's like, it's like a really bad trip, really bad trip. And yeah, and they're like, whoa, what the crap was that? So they uh, they decided to put out a little like beacon. They're like, Pew! They, they, you know, they lit the they lit the beacons of Gondor or whatever, some crap like that. Yeah. And, you know, they, they lit the beacons and you get the idea. And they're like, hey, Titans, uh, we got some questions. You guys, just, we quick question. You want to swing by? And just let us know what that was. Nothing. They obvi- obviously nothing because Sargeras ain't gonna swing by, and they weren't even talking to Sargeras. They were like, "Hey, Almanthul, maybe Kazgoroth, Golganath. You can shut the hell up because you're the dumbest Titan ever. No one cares about you. <laughs> you're like the Aquaman of Titans. Please leave <laughs> us alone." <laughs> Enar, though, Enar, you're pretty sweet. We, we like we like Enar. All right, no, no, no one. All right, so they got no one. They got no one, and this is uh, this is there was a little bit of a rough going for them. But so, uh, so what happened? Well, Logan was he was real depressed. He was like, man, really sad that my buddies. I thought I thought they liked 
I mean, I thought my they they made me and all that. Like, you remember, like they they made me and stuff, and then they, they like made this thing, the Forge of Wills, and we made other things. It was really awesome. And I thought they liked me, and now they're just kind of ignoring me, and I'm really depressed about that. So who do you talk to? Talk to his like best buddy, friend, brother's wife. Uh-oh. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, check it out. The two of them had a little bit of a romance, a little forbidden romance going on because uh, they got really sad together. And they were like, yeah, the Titans are talking to us. It's really sad. It's like, uh, let's do it or something. I don't know. It's, I guess that's how you, you work out your feelings. Uh, and, then, and, and, and Sif was like, <laughs> so let's do it. Something like that. <laughs> I wasn't there for the conversation. <laughs> Okay. I imagine the conversation would be really awkward. I'm really sad. I'm really sad, too. Let's have sex. Wait, what? <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> that we're, escalated quickly. We're made of metal. Quickie. Quickly. 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 What's happening here? Quickie works. It's fine. Sure. That's so, uh, so, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, Locum was like, I feel better now. Uh, <laughs> round two. Uh, Sif was like, whoa. <laughs> That's a one-time thing. <laughs> Can't do that anymore. Shouldn't have done it in the first place. I feel bad. As... I was, in a, I was in a mixed up place. I was a little, a little sad because you, because you guys, you you guys, I don't know why I'm sad. Like Titan didn't fly into me, but uh, I'm a little sad for you guys because you're like, oh, the Titans. Oh, I'm sad. So uh, I don't know. I guess you're really persuasive. Uh, but that's a no. So I pass. Uh, I'm going to go back to my, my husband. We're not going to talk about this. Never happened. And Logan was like, you can't do that to me. No. And he was like, wow. And so here we go. Uh, apparently, Logan uh, must be an incel or something because when Sif refused him, he killed her in a jealous rage. Uh, so yeah, don't do that. Uh, if they, she says no, that's fine. Just move on. Uh, go get another girlfriend. Uh, Logan, you piece of shit. Uh, so <laughs> this right here is where we know Logan is actually a piece of shit, regardless of yes. the rest of the story, anything and everything he'd happened. That right there is where you go, oh, totally problematic and awful person. Hmm. Sounds like some of the previous uh, writers of this, sh- of this this story may have, what do you know? may have seen themselves in this. Oh, no, you can't. Yeah. Now, don't just say it, Logan. Piece of shit. Now we're going to move on to what kind of happened. Now, right here is where old Yogg Saranum is like, oh, you're a bigger piece of shit than I thought. So I can play with this. This is going to be really easy for me. So he created a little visage of Sif that was like, hey, little incel piece of crap. Um, I forgive you. And he's like, oh, you forgive me. Oh, my God. Thank you. Oh. I was feeling really bad that I killed you, um, <laughs> but I really appreciate that you forgive me for hooking up with my brother's wife and then killing her because she said no. Uh, just so you know, no one would ever forgive you for that. That's a terrible thing. You're a terrible person, Logan. Okay. Moving past that, though, because Yogg-Saron is, he's, <laughs> he's an old guy. He messes with you. So anyway, so Sif, the visage of Sif, not Sif, because Sif would have been like showing up kind of like, no. You're, right you're terrible uh anyway so Logan's like yes all right Sif forgives me for killing her what <laughs> clearly he's also an idiot too uh, because he believes this yeah <laughs> all right now the one thing that Sif explained to Logan was like hey you're gonna need to act quickly though because if Thorm's gonna get really angry for obvious reasons all right and it like, the unity of the Keepers will be, like, it'll be bad. Like, it won't be united anymore. It'll be, it'll be bad. Uh, so he totally framed the whole thing on Ice Giants. He was like, oh, have a body of Sith. <laughs> he threw it, threw it to the Ice Giants. He was like, he told Thorum, look what they did. 
Oh my gosh! <laughs> and Thorum's like, oh, snap. And he started a war with the Ice Giants against the Storm Giants. It was a big old kerfuffle, as you do, right? And then, uh, and then Loken, in the middle of this big old battle and stuff that was happening, he kind of threw that in Thorum's face. It was like, hey, man, you're acting really irrationally right now. You're acting out of emotions. Can you imagine how Sif would feel right now if she could see you right now? And Thorum was like, yeah, she was really cool. She was a really cool gal. And Loki's like, yeah, she's pretty cool. Uh, she's pretty cool. Uh, you know, sometimes she's like cool with some things and then changes her mind. But, you know, I like uh, she was cool overall. But but yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we're going to go with she's cool. Um but yeah, she'd be really disappointed in you. So, uh, Thorum, your bad guy, uh, your dead wife, who totally I had nothing to do with. It was totally the Ice Giants. Uh, she now hates you. Uh, and Thorum was like, oh, yeah. So, whatever you're requesting in Wrath Classic, and you go find Thorum up in his little little big spire. Like, you go fly, 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 fly up there all the way to the top. He's still sad because of that. That's why he sat up there. Because Loken told him that your wife hates you. Kind of messed up. He's been that way since for literally thousands, thousands, thousands of years, thinking that his wife hates him because he started a war between ice giants and storm giants. And now we all feel bad for Thorum because his brother Loken is the giantest douche of them all. <laughs> okay. So he goes and hides out in the mountain. <laughs> of course, yeah. In the mountains. I remember you. <laughs> all right. All right, so so yeah, that's that's uh, that's that's where uh, old Thor. But we're gonna leave Thorum for now. All right, now after Thorum went and kind of sulked up in the thing, and it's really sad. He's, he stayed there for a long time. Loken kind of wrapped up this war because one of the other things that quote unquote Sif told him was, "Hey, create an army using the Forge of Wealth. Fire up the old 3D printer, make a whole bunch more of the Titan Forge, and go ahead and wipe out this war. Just stop and put it into it." All right, that's what we're going to do. Well, good job, Loken. You fell right into Yagsaran's plan because Yagsaran was able to actually use this visage of Sif and hack the whole... He hacked the Gibson, all right? And uh, now the Curse of Flesh. That's how we get the Curse of Flesh. Is Yagsaran mess with the freaking Forge of Wills, just like Ali said. Okay, I understand why you put your base of operations there, but why did you freaking create the Forge of Wills that creates all of you that really... Poor planning. Poor planning is all I'm saying. And <laughs> Ali said too. Terrible. Well, now we get the Curse of Flesh. Cool. And then we get cool uh, Nizoth. Uh, or what? Uh, 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 Ilganoth whispers about it. And like, oh, Curse of Flesh. <laughs> flesh is his gift. He is your true creator. So we get the Curse of Flesh. And there we go. Good job, Loken. All right. Because this news. Caused Loken to completely lose it, as if he hadn't already completely lost it. He no longer cared about right and wrong. Not like he ever did in the first place. He just wanted to hide his shame. Yeah, like the giant piece of shit he is. And he did so in the worst possible way. Teaming up with Yogg-Saron. He was just like, oh, you guys, are, you've been manipulating me? I'll just join your side now. That's pretty much what he did. He's like, all right, well, you can't beat him, join him. So... Loken managed to take out one... Uh, basically, he just started taking out the rest of the Titan Keepers one by one. Uh, Mimron, he literally killed, and his little Mechanome helpers implanted uh, the spirit of Mimron into a big Mechanome body. That's why he looks way different than all the rest of them. All right. 
uh, Freya, I don't remember what he did, but he was like, hey, Freya, go hide in the conservatory, just stay there. And she did. Um, <laughs> Hodir was like, I'm Hodir, I'm, I got powers from Golgoneth, no one cares about me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so did Thorum, but we're going to ignore that for now. <laughs> um, so anyway, Loki pretty much took out everyone, except the old star of the show, Tyr, and Arcadis. But, you know, we all forget that Arcadis was technically a keeper because he's was literally a boss in Ultiman, like way back in like when you're like level 35. Yeah, like when I first was, I mean, I did that before I really knew about lore and stuff. But once I finally started like researching down the road and I learned who Arcadis was, it's like, that's a freaking keeper. Yeah, how do we beat that's him? That's a freaking keeper right in, in Ultiman of all places. That, that's a leveling dungeon. Yeah. Like, what? I guess yeah, that, was, was, that was shocking. I guess Arcadis was more of a lover than a fighter. I was just, so, I mean, he built things. Yeah, I, I, guess I he get it. Because he didn't beat things up. I don't know. That makes sense. <laughs> but he worked with his hands, though. I mean, you think he'd be big and brawny, like one of the old medieval blacksmiths. And he's just like, I mean, he's kind of big. Big old, big old dude, but he's just like a couple random heroes, friggin' just get the crappiest gear on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> and right. a couple questing greens and some, some whites and a, maybe a gray still. And hey, we won. <laughs> yeah, we take out Iron Eye too. Yeah, it's, it's all sad. It's, it's really sad. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, anyway. So old Arcadis, Tyr, and Iron Eye, they were pretty much the only ones. They were, they were like the resistance. They were the rebels. They were fighting against the evil empire of Loken. Yeah, because they were like, no, we're going to go hide over here because Loken has done all sorts of things. And so when we talked about he kind of stopped caring about right and wrong, he also pretty much reprogrammed all of Old War to basically say, I'm cool now. Oh, and also he locked. He's actually the reason that uh, Helia uh, locked uh, friggin bleh, Odin into the Halls of Valor. Yep. Because, well, I mean. Odin totally deserved it. This is I'm not even going to put too much shade on freaking Loken for this one. Uh, because Loken found out where Helia was and he kind of freed Helia. So good, good job there, I guess. But guy's such a piece of shit. He was probably thinking he was going to get a romance with her going. And she was like, whoa, whoa. No, I mean, I'm oh, saying yeah, Helia, Helia would not do. No. Yeah. No. Helia was no. like, thanks for rescuing me from a life of servitude to Odin. I appreciate that. But whoa, like, come on, dude. You're I mean, look at you. You killed the last person that was like, hey, that was fun, but I got to go home now. Um, and so, yeah, she she smartly said, no, thank you. You asshole. <laughs> so, you don't get my tentacles. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, that'd be a that'd be fun. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. <laughs> hey, don't hell you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, uh, you know, Odin's out of the picture. Memron's out of the picture. Thorm's out of the picture because he's sad now. Hodir, I don't know. He's like, oh, I'm out of the kerfuffle. Freya was probably never even in the picture. She was like, I like plants. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, Tyr, Irenia, and Arcadis. They're, they're getting their, setting up their old rebel alliance thing. Blah, blah, blah. You get the idea. All right. So, Tear strikes back. Yes, that's what we're doing. So Tear, what's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? Well, Tear, Akatus, and their 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 buddy, 
Ira and Ira, they formulated a plan on how to undo the damage that Logan had done. It's a pretty good plan. I like it. They concluded that their only hope would be to study everything that he had done using the discs of Norganon. Right? We know that discs of Norganon. Right? They're like, hey, it records everything in history. It's pretty great. Well, their plan to get the disc was actually pretty simple. Tyr was like, you know, Loken, he's really smart with the magic. But let's just say, if Loken was a D&D character, he'd have really high intelligence. Super high intelligence. Super, super duper low charisma and freaking super duper low uh, wisdom. Dude, when it comes yeah. to being even remotely kind of like wise... Is it? He's terrible. He's not an idiot. He's smart, but he's kind of dumb. <laughs> if you, you, you see what I'm saying. So, old frigateer, he just strolled right up to Old Dwar. He's like, man, he just kind of knocked on the door. And was like, hey, uh, Tyr, um, or sorry, hey, Loken, I got a bone to pick with you. You're a piece of shit, and I'm gonna tell you why that is the case. And Loken showed up, and was like, no, no, I'm not. No, 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 you are. And Tyr was like, no, 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 you are. And Logan was like, no, no, you are. It's wabbit season. Duck season. Wabbit season. Duck season. Wabbit season. Duck season. Wabbit season. Wabbit season. Duck season. Wabbit season. So much so that, oh, Arcadus and I and I were just like, all right, you two are doing your little duck season, rabbit season thing. We're just going to sneak over here and steal the disc of Norganon. Boom. Totally worked. And then finally, when Arcadis and Irenia are carrying the disc of Morganon out the door, and they're like, ah, ah, give him the signal. Uh, this is when Tyr was like, all right, you win. All right, I'm out. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> all right, I, I'm the loser. I'll see you later. And Logan's like, that's right. You're the loser. I'm cool. I'm going to go sit on my throne again. I'm the prime designate now, not Odin, because I reprogrammed it. I hacked the Gibson. I'm amazing. My password's God. If you've seen hackers, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they got that. They got the whole thing. They got it. They, they got the, the disc of Norganon. And it's great. So, obviously, they got the disc of Norganon now. And the three of them began, they began to make preparations to travel south because they knew Loken was going to lose his absolutely friggin' mind when they yep. found out what had happened. Because, <laughs> well, again, he's smart. But he's an idiot. <laughs> so he sees the desert organic are gone. He's going to be like, oh, crap. Yep. Yep. That's a, that's, a, that's a whole lot of me looking bad right there. I don't like that. You see, I got to hide my secret shame because it's secret. And I'm going to keep it that way. Secret. It's a secret shame. And I don't want <laughs> the shame getting out. So uh, remember when we were like, hey, Yogg-Saron, I want to be on your side now. Yeah. This is when he went like super duper deep into that. It was like, um, well, I got to kill them now because that's apparently his solution. To everything is uh, uh, d- a die. Uh, I, I kill you. And yeah, so he decided to dig up a couple Cthraxi. Cthraxi, right? Uh, I guess these would be the faceless ones, right? The big old freaking giant big, big yeah. old bugs. What's that guy's name in Old War? General Visit. Like that, physics, physics, physics. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like crab, crab hands. It's the boss, Mithrax? something like it's it serves the V, but anyway, there's there's it's yeah, yeah. So, I'm just saying, like, give me an idea of what he looks like. It's a big old crabby, crabby guy. Oh, it's also the the, the Cthraxi, and this is probably closer to what they actually looked like. 
it's kind of like the one that went pew, 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 and blasted freaking the Titan seal at the top of um, Zandalar place. What's that place? The temple, you know, Zandalar. They did freaking the Titan seal on top of Zandalar. Right. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, get like Gahoon out and all that kind of stuff. Right. That's 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 the one really big, really freaking big. Right. Uh, yeah, that's what uh, Logan sent after old Tyr, Arcadus, and Ironia. Well, and there were two of them. Right? So you see how big that one was. Yeah, there was two. And it was Zakajaz and Kithix. Have you heard those names before? Zakajaz and Kithix. In fact, these names came up in Legion. I'm pretty sure. Didn't you like pull freaking Zalatath out of like the body of uh, Kithix or something like that? Isn't that where you found it? I don't know. I that actually might be right. It's ringing a small bell. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was that. Uh, and also, I know the arms warrior, Wigan, the artifact weapon, little thing about You get that from the the tomb of Tear, even though Tear's body isn't actually really in there because it was like Cathraxy. I think it was actually. Zakajaz that we pulled it from, and I think Kithix was the shadow priest. So it's like, hey, we got the whole, the whole thing uh, here. So you know, warrior, <laughs> priest, priest represent what? What? Yeah. So yeah. So that's what Zakajaz and Kithix were like. Hey, cheer! We're gonna kill you and all your friends and everything, because they actually had a whole bunch of friends at them at that time. Because there was this whole like big old war that happened and things like that before, uh, you know, Tyr and. Arcadis and I and I, and we'll talk about, about just just for a smidge, a smidge of time that we'll talk about that. Well, anyway, you know how the Curse of Flesh is starting to set in and the Reichel were getting impacted by the, the, the Curse of Flesh. Well, you know, because like, a whole bunch of the, the Reichel, they were like, oh, we're kind of like Spartans and we throw our dead babies away or not our dead babies, but we throw like the the, the, this, the, the not good babies. We just throw the, them. The malformed pie. ones. Yeah, they're like, we put them over there. It's like that movie in the very beginning of 300. That's what they do. They're like, oh, no, this one's not made of rocks. This one's made of fleshy things. We get rid of it. Well, a whole bunch of them they survived. And hey, they're humans now. Um, They were the ones that went with with Tyr when they're like, hey, we're going south. Anybody want to come with us? And they're like, yes, please. Uh, They don't like us here anymore. (laughs) Uh, So they left. A whole bunch of the Earthen left. Uh, That's who eventually became dwarves. Hey. Uh, And then a whole bunch of the Mechanomes left with them. Gnomes. And then there you go. That's uh, that's all who went with Tyr. Uh, those three kind of three groups of people, 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 stuff. Well, so they're running, 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 running. And because these old friggin', uh, you know, Cathraxy, they're like, oh, we're going to kill you guys. We're going to kill you. And Tyr's like, you guys keep going. Get to the chapel. Get to the chapel. And, and Tyr's like, well, he friggin' died, you know, because he because he killed these two guys. He actually, he like, he killed one, kind of. Uh, he totally killed he killed because he like did self-destruct. Boop, boop. Like he died, and I believe that's the one where the arms warrior one. Pretty sure that was the arms warrior one, right? Because uh, and it was Kithix, and it was Kithix that was like, like wah, 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 and ran away, uh, like yip, 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 you know, like the old cartoons. <laughs> ran away, and I'm pretty sure Kithix was also the one that like technically died at like kind of like the in the area of the Zandalar Mountains because all the trolls they had this whole. This big long, this, this ancient tradition of like, hey, see those, see that area over there? Don't touch it, don't touch it. No, it's bad juju. It's bad. Don't touch it. A couple trolls that touched it. It was totally Kithix. Yeah. So, don't don't when when there's a big tradition with your people and say don't touch it. Don't freaking touch it. Don't touch it. Right. 
Yeah, because you might wake up Kithix. And that's that's what happened. <laughs> that's a totally different war with trolls and things like that. Uh, that's different. So we're going to keep going with Tyr, though. So Tyr's dead because of the Cthrasi. They, they, they would have gotten out the job, but Tyr totally sacrificed himself. Uh, and based on what we learned during the quest line that we talked about in the last episode, it's pretty obvious that Tyr was willing to sacrifice himself to save the others because, you know, you, you kind of see in that little quest line that we, we kind of were, were going into, I think he had an idea of what was going was gonna to happen. Obviously, he was setting this stuff up for a reason because he's like, hey, um, I feel like if I pull this off, there, there might be a point where someone's going to have to put their life on the line and it's going to be me because I'm the biggest, baddest fighter of them all. And that's me. I'm tier. I'm amazing. And uh, yeah, so uh, I'll, so he'll totally do it. But he's like, you know, I'm also going to put some little backup plans in place just in case. Now that we got, now we got all that backstory set up. Now we got all the backstory set up. Start to sign, kind of fill it in the gaps. Because that was, that was a fun little jaunt down memory lane. Right? right? Again, we got to figure out what uh, Chronicle never touched on, that Dragonflight is now peppering in some fun yeah. details. All right. Because between the time Tyr had learned of Logan's betrayal and enacting his plan to gather the discs, Tyr clearly took several little safety measures. Right? First off is he created the whole silver dragon scale. Right? That, was, that was pretty much the first thing. Because uh, there's actually a part in Chronicle uh, called the Winter Scorn War. If you read all that, basically there is this uh, tribe of uh, friggin' um, uh, Reichel that were yes. acting, a, acting a fool. If I remember correctly, that was actually where King Yimron comes from. Is, is that correct? I think it... Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. The old King Yimron is part of the Winter Scorn. The Winter Scorn. And yeah, they, they were doing some nasty stuff. And Tyr... I was like, hey, I got a lot of stuff on my mind right now. I'm trying to deal with this Logan thing, trying to come up with a plan. So I don't really want to deal with a whole bunch of Reichels acting a fool. And he 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 blew his dragon whistle, maybe like dragon flute, like the Green Ranger or something like, doo, 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 you know. <laughs> <laughs> and he had five dragons show up because they're pretty awesome. These were the aspects at the time. And Alex Strasser was like, what's up, buddy? How you doing? And Tears like, hey, there's a bunch of people acting a fool over there. Can you like deal with them? And hey, before you go, before you go. This is the part that wasn't a chronicle. He's like, hell, the silver dragon scale. <laughs> actually, he probably gave him the silver dragon scale after they took care of the winter scorn. Because it was actually pretty cool in chronicle. They were like, all right, you're going to do this. And, and I think my favorite part was that when Neltharion was like, literally created a mountain range around the the winter scorn army and was like, you're, right? st- you're stuck now, bitch. <laughs> yeah. And then I think it was Ysera then put them to sleep. Was like, all right, we're not going to kill you, but you can go night-night. That's why King Yimaron is, he came back because Ysera put him to sleep. But anyway, good job all. Clappy, clappy, clappy. Good job to the aspects. And then Tyr was like, hey. And then we kind of get into the dragonflight little thing where he's like, hey, good job all. Little celebration. Uh, have a silver dragon scale. And Nazdormu says, oh, I sense a great purpose here, but my vision is clouded. I can't see. Vision's always clouded. Damn it. You get some glasses or something, buddy. Like, I don't... Some bifocals or something. (laughs) Anyway, so, um... You know, Nazdromu's like, I feel like there's a very important thing here. 
And that's when Tyr was like, oh, ever perceptive. Yeah, but you know, you know me. I like my I like my riddles and enigmas and mysteries and blah, 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 blah. Right. And uh, yeah, it's Tyr apparently. So he likes his mysteries. Yeah, and uh, so they got the drill of Silver Dragon Scale. And then he also set up some stuff with the Ruby Life pools. Uh, was it the Ruby Life? No, Halls of Infusion. Hall of Infusion. Yes. It was the one dude. It's the, it's the first boss in the Hall of Infusion. I don't forget. I remember his Ir- name. Iridius or something like that. Yeah, like irradiated. Like that's why my health starts at 30%. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Oh, old and busted. Um, and that's he's apparently holding on to some ingots pure silver ingots or something like that anyway so yeah as we all know the silver dragon scale it's the schematics basically to create tier 2.0 or just backup copy of tier not really 2.0 same thing uh and then obviously the ingots are just like hey he's made of silver we're gonna make him out of silver neat uh so yeah that's that's what what that all was and then he also was like hey um uh, arcadis ironia we're going on this little trip we're going down south we're going to Oldemon to stash the disc of Norganon. Right? Right, right, right. And they're like, yeah, you, you came up with this plan. Why are you why are you telling us like this? Is, it's like, yo, well, uh, you guys are carrying these discs. Uh, I got one more disc. Just, just throw it in the pile. One more disc. And they're like, did another disc? Okay, what is this? The disc? He's like, think of this as the disc of tier. And he's like, oh, okay. Why are we carrying this? Don't worry about it. Um, I'm, I like my mysteries. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I don't know. Maybe he would have told Arcadis and Irania, but we killed them at like level 35. Oops. Uh, and they didn't have backup <laughs> copies. Damn. That we know of. Yeah, you never know. Say, so, hey, hey, Stevie D, uh, did they have backup copies? Maybe they do. Maybe they do. <laughs> Maybe those were the backup not, copies. but you never know. Maybe those are the backup copies because that's why we were able to beat them at like level maybe 40. Maybe. <laughs> Oh, maybe those are the backup copies and the real ones are still kicking us somewhere in the mountains hiding. Um, maybe. 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 All right. <laughs> All right. So let's see. Well, what do we got here? So, yeah, you, you got the, you got the disc to create the body and you got the, the stuff and the good stuff. And then he's got a whole backup, apparently, of tears consciousness. But we don't really know if that actually is the plate. We're, we're, it's a good assumption. But old Infinite Dragonflight said, oh, no, thank you. You may not have that. Um, so we don't really know if that is actually what it is, but it is a really good assumption that that's what's going to be happening. In fact, my guess is we will probably be dealing with I, with that very next patch, in fact. Uh, and then we will fight Eternus as a boss of some type, and Eternus will have a chance to drop the Infinite Pirate Dragon Mount. Calling it now, damn it. Okay, uh, Allie called it, um, and uh, this th- this will not be like me and the Emerald Dream. No, it will not. Um, <laughs> Allie is going to be right. Yeah, I'm gonna, we're going to manifest it into the, the universe. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to have the infinite pirate dragon cap and hooktail, um, and that's going to be a, a mount that you can get from Eternus... Uh, I don't know why Eternus dropped that mount, but I uh, just, 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 it's sh- just, sh- just sh- let it, let just let it have. Sh- it's fine, it's fine. Don't don't ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't ask. All right, all right. So now that we've all set that all up, we we know who Tyr is now. Tyr was a keeper. He beat up Ragnaros. He beat up on some old gods. 
he said, Loken, you suck. I'm going to take these uh, discs of Norgannon down south who eventually turn the tides on you. But that never happened. Never happened because the Cthraxi kind of beat them up and, and then Arcadus and Ironia just stayed in Oldemon because I guess Tyr was the plan maker. Then a couple of adventurers randomly went in there. Well, five of them killed Arcadus and Ironia. It's kind of sad when you think about that. It's like, oops, that we probably shouldn't have done that. There's a lot of things that also adventurers probably shouldn't have done, but whatever, moving on. <laughs> well, now that we have the old renowned 12 quest line, okay, Tyr is obviously going to be playing an important role in the remainder of the expansion because that would be really, really awkward if they were like, hey, Tyr did this whole thing. We're not bringing it up the rest of the expansion. No, no, it's not, <laughs> no. I'm just saying, if that happens, um, that's that's just that's poor planning. That's that's some real bad. That's that's dumb. While they do like to sometimes dangle that string for an expansion or two, I feel like this is a very natural choice to do now versus dangling it for a while. So yeah, they should just just do it. Especially since it was the very first like extra storyline quest that you get from right. the renown. It's like okay, just twelve when there's like. I think it's 30 when it caps. Is it 30? I think it caps at 30. And they were like, Is it capped at 30? I know eventually it will, but like, I think it's 30. Wait, does it cap at 30 now? I think it's 30. Or is it 25 right now? I think it's 30. Oh my gosh. I've got so long to go. Hey, Editor Jan, is it 30 or 25? Uh, strange enough, it's actually both. Dragon Scale Expedition and Maruk Centaur cap out at 25 with the Iskar Tuskar and Valtrakan Accord cap out at 30. So, uh, yeah, you're both right. And plus it could grow, you know, later on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And 10.1, I'm sure they're going to like, whoop, they could just easily bump it. It'll make that noise too. It, it will. It will. You're gonna log and the in. renowned UI. You're going to log in and you're like, why is there a random sound of Jen's voice going, whoop? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is really strange. Very specific. <laughs> but now we need to know what the heck is coming next because, oh, did you think we came all this far just to tell you who Tyr was and then end this episode? Absolutely freaking not. That is not the point of this. Yeah. We think of this as part two of the episode. Part two. Now, we need to figure out what the heck, why did Tyr do this? What is what what the heck was going through his head? Huh? What are we what what part is he gonna play? Is he going to the Emerald Dream? Huh? Yes? Jin says yes. Uh maybe. Uh it's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> still trying to make Emerald Dream happen. So I'm still it's it's still trying to make it happen. I'm trying real hard. Okay. So here are our little questions that at least I have. And we may have more later. Maybe this will just spark conversation because this sparks joy. Just like last episode sparked this entire episode. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> so if Tyr is in fact brought back, which we're all assuming is gonna happen. Obviously, Steve, Steve, seriously. Well, I think that, you know, the thing you need to keep in mind is uh, perspective and belief as well. So like the denizens that we, the, the attempt. Okay. He said, yes. All right. I was here. <laughs> what part is he going to play in the story? Allie, go. I would imagine it's going to be a pretty decently big part when you consider the fact that the dragons, like the whole part of everything going on now is the fact that the dragons and aspects are trying to get their power back. Mm hmm. And it was Tyr that kind of helped make sure they got that power. So it's going to be a pretty big thing with him bestowing power upon them again. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so because, because like he, oh, we'll we'll talk about this bit in a, bit, in a minute. But I mean, there's a backup for a reason. It's a big deal, man. It's a big yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. It, it, let's not too worry. Let's let's not worry too much about our little specific questions here. Let's let's keep this crazy question flowing. Let's keep let's keep the topics, keep the juice flow. We got fancy rum. Let's let the fancy rum do its job. All right. So here we go. So let's let's go down this route. All right. Tears back. We make the aspects. Then what? What happens? Why do we have the aspects? Right? Do we do we need them for to deal with the the other incarnates? And is that a thing or? Is there something more? Are we going to get old gods? Are we going to... Because it, it, it could. I mean, we had the whole Thaldrathus zone that I can never say the name for. Uh, where they were like, Hey, Dragonflight's not a death, death old god expansion, but there's some old gods. Welcome back to Nihilotha, everybody. So, I mean, what, what, are, we, what, are, you, what are you thinking, Allie? So, so Dragon Isles, back in early Warcraft, was being planned as some content for early Warcraft, like World of Warcraft. And it was very much an old God related thing. Now I'm convinced because we got old Doris, AKA Tearhold. Yep. A Titan, you know, base, if you will. I'm pretty sure there's something buried in there because that's what they did. They imprisoned something and then they build their structures on top of it. Yeah. Speak, speak, speak of which I just, I just, this is a big thing that I have noticed every single time I'm flying around, especially because we we got the, the we got the books from Legacy, right? Right. The Legacy of Tear. We got the books. We read them. We all did. Obviously, you listen to the show. You read the damn books because we read them to you. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> we did. Um, one of the things that that I always look at and just I'm like my, my my eyes always squint a little bit. Like mm, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. Is you ever notice? That when you're flying around, you're flying around. It's a beautiful looking Roman style looking aqueduct coming from. There is. Coming from freaking Old Oris, the halls of infusion, which is infusing the water in the area. And I just kind of go, huh. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Yeah. That's what you did here. Especially when you run the dungeon, which we'll talk about at some point. We got lots, we got lots of time. We got lots of time. When you run, I believe it's the Ruby Life Pools. It's like, did you not see what Tyr did? And then we're just like, what, what did Tyr do? What? What? Did what? What? What, girl? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> Be a little more specific. What's happening? Because, um, yeah, I I just keep looking at that freaking aqueduct. And I'm like, I know what that water's doing. <laughs> it's right. And so, like, what is it? Like, wh- where does it all lead to? Mm-hmm. Now, now, I'm not saying that this is going to be where it leads to, but I feel like they could. They could do something in this similar vein. All right. It could be related to Murazon. It could be related to maybe Old God shenanigans. We don't necessarily know. But every single time I think of, oh, they're trying to make a better world. They're trying to make things better. Not saying that this is what's going to happen. My mind always goes to the movie Serenity, right? And the planet Miranda, right? Right. That's, that's where, that, that, obviously, obviously it's been hundreds of thousands of years, you know, Dragon Isle, everything's good, hunky-dory. But what, what would the dragons think if they knew that that's what was going on, right? That's, that's my main question is, are, are they so into it that if they found out that the water's just 
doing its good jujus that they're like, yeah, sure, that's fine, man. Like, like, cool, cool. It just keeps us on our side. Or is it going to be like a what the fuck? <laughs> it's you. You didn't trust us. Like, is that what the incarnates were upset about? Because now I'm upset. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, we we know that that's I me. Mean, the like Raza gets straight up told Alex Raza like talking about the stench of the Titans and whatnot, right? And it could be. So we learned through Legacy of Tear and all the, the books and stuff we read, as well as some of the recorded messages mm-hmm. that he left in Old Doris, you know, Tearhold. That at the, this point, like before he departed to go deal with Loken, he knew that the other Titans were a holes. Like he knew about Odin and his attitude about things. He straight knew he couldn't trust Loken. Yeah, it was. And Loken was up to some BS and everything. I think we listened to the last episode. One of the last recordings was Loken unforgivable. Like, things like Yeah. You straight up said he could only touch Arcadius and Ironia. Mm -hmm. Like, so he knew that some of the other keepers were bad. And so maybe there's just speculation here is he figured at some point the true colors of the Order Pantheon would come out and that the Aspects would need help fighting them. Mm-hmm. So he would, they would need another, a backup copy of Tear in order to make that happen. Hmm. Now, he, he didn't necessarily know that they were going to lose their power, so I don't think he necessarily knew that he was going to have to help empower them again, but maybe he knew he was going to have to give them some kind of extra power or something in order to defeat maybe some corrupt Titans or the Pantheon itself. Right. And so maybe he was kind of planning for that being a possibility. Yeah. Um, this is, this, is, this whole thing has got me thinking because number one, this whole thing kind of got sparked off with Loken getting all depressed because the Titans got killed by Sargeras. Right. And the thing, right. And the spirit of Agrimar almost certainly went into the spirit of Tyr because Agrimar was the only one that actually you know, imparted his powers into Tear. He was the only one that got like super, I'm a badass fighter dude. And that's basically what he got was the power of Agamar. So it almost makes you go, did, did Tear know? Right? Because we know that they're, out of all of the keepers, out of all of the keepers, the only one that we know really knew was Ra. Right? High Keeper Ra was the only one that totally knew that what that meant. And that's why he was so depressed and yeah. was down in the south. And that's why, you know, freaking the Thunder King, Lei Shen, was able to take advantage of him because he was like, oh, I'm sad because the Titans are dead and everything and everything is meaningless now. Right. That's where that was. That's where I got Rathion. So, hey, I brought it back. Rathion. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> because the heart of um, the heart of Lei Shen had the power of uh, freaking Amon Thule within it and all that kind of stuff. So that kind of makes me go like couple things obviously the powers of the titans and things like that that was a thing that was dealt with a little bit with a legion the avatar of sargeras kind of was up in northrend and got the power. who freaking knows that's just a i feel like that was just a hand wavy thing that they're like we want titans yeah. and legion yeah <laughs> but i guess my question is did did tier know that that was 
like what was going on because he he would have been he's one of the keepers that would have had one of those freaking flashbacks right so it's like did he kind of know what was happening and like i don't, I don't know it's freaking it's well, weird raw knew yeah would raw have told tear i think they were i think they were not communicating because they weren't yeah they were on the other side of the planet yeah, they're all kind of doing their own thing. I don't know if well, Ra would, would have actually... And Ra may have been too like buried in his depression to actually reach out. Yeah, and I don't know how much conversation the North and the South were having because Ra went right, to yeah. Old Doom to build the Forge of Origination. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, I don't know. It's it's, a, it, it's, it's interesting to think that... And, and then... I guess a weird tangential relationship and this is totally off the wall but so if you create the uh, the discs of tear or whatever we're going to call it called disc of tear for now um, would that almost contain all of the crazy memories that the that the titans would have almost imparted on him you know it would, would that, you think maybe that, at least Agrimar yeah right because I mean so maybe could there potentially be a little bit of Agamar Juju? I mean, probably. And within that disc? Yeah. Maybe? Probably. That'll be really interesting. And so, and then maybe at that point, maybe we'll actually get to see some cinematics or flashbacks or something of some various things with the Pantheon that other Titans and stuff. Yeah, I mean... At some point. That'd be really cool. Especially with them trying to talk about like, okay, we got the Pantheon of Death, we have the Pantheon of Order, those are the only ones we've met. Yeah, maybe. like, we're, 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 we got more Pantheons, like, and we know down the road we're getting even more Pantheon stories. Yeah, because we got the Pantheon of Life, we know um, Elune, not ENR, I was going to say ENR, but Elune <laughs> is the, um, at least a member, if not one of like the head honchos of the Pantheon of Life. Um, at least that's what we have based on the grimoire of the Shadowlands. So don't come at me. That's where we're getting this information from. Um, it, it's like, all right. So if Tyr, who is almost like a proxy for the Pantheon of Order, which was also imparted a whole lot of the power of the Pantheon of Order. I don't know. It's super weird. But all right. I, I don't know where this is going. It's going to be super interesting. I'm just we're just spitballing here. This is fun. I like this kind of stuff. So obviously, I think this next question I have in my little questions is is a pretty much a, a solid yes. Um, will Tyr be the key to empower the Mother Oastone? In my opinion, that's a yes. It's, yeah, he's got to be right because all the Oastones so far have been about each flight's oath to whatever, and the Mother Oastone is like the one Oastone to rule moral or whatever. At least that's my theory, and so it makes sense that they'd have to go over their oath of aspects in general and their charge to protect Azeroth. And it makes sense that they would need Tyr to help renew that oath. Yeah. Kind of makes sense. He's almost like the witness, right? Where it's like... Yeah. Like... <laughs> do you state your name? <laughs> like he's the one, like, given the oath almost. I, Alex Straza, hereby swear an oath to, I don't know, do some awesome stuff with life and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Just like that. Yeah, just like that. So yeah, I think it makes sense that that would be that would be involved with empowering the O Stone, which in turn will hopefully empower the aspects again. Yeah, could be. I can totally see that. All right. So I think that's the. I don't. I don't think really we need to delve yeah. on that. But uh, I think the next one we might. This will be fun. 
So, Tyr's plan seemed pretty good. Right. He's got plans to remake his body and make a copy of his mind or consciousness or whatever onto a disc. Cool. Why wait so long to come back? And why not tell others of his plan? Like, what? what's happening there? Like, feels like he, he waited hundreds and hundreds of thousands of years to suddenly come back, possibly. Like, Well, the Silver Protocol was for when it was most needed. Okay. And it apparently wasn't needed before. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would think so, because a lot of stuff has gone down between when Tyr was killed and now. <laughs> but maybe this is the one that just mostly impacts the aspects and Azeroth as a whole. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Beyond just the Deathwing issues. Like, maybe the Deathwing issue wasn't enough to trigger the Silver Protocol, but this was... Okay. Like whatever, whatever, whatever woke up the island, whatever called back all the dragons to return home, it's big enough to trigger the protocol. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna work through my my brain stuff right here for for a second. My, my thoughts. Do it. Brain stuff. That's what, that's that's what I call thoughts. Brain stuff. Brain stuff. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do this as best as possible without being spoilery. Because right, Allie has not beaten Razagath yet, so I'm gonna no spoilers. But do I do I need to take my earbuds out? I will take my earbuds out. No, if you no, talk no, with no, others no, about I'm it. Gonna, I'm okay. Gonna be very, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna play the bumper. I'm gonna be very careful. And editor Jin, if I even let even the tiniest little slip, I'm not. Hey, listener, you're good. All right. I'll glare at him, and he'll know if and, you mess up. Allie's, I promise. And Allie's good too. I'm just saying that. Okay, we all know when you go into the vault of the Ar- in- incarnates. All right, you've gone into the Vault of the Incarnates. You know why you're going in there. If you don't know, it's basically because Razagath is going to release the other Incarnates. There are three others, all right? All that we know is that we have these Incarnates and that they have done some things, all right? Obviously, Razagath is attacking because it's yeah. like, because the Titans, and they're like, I don't like the Titans, or bad, right? So there's obviously three others. Well, one of them, was super into the concept of Titans bad. So that makes sense that they would be. Right. Okay. Just not, not, we're going to say, all right, spoiler free zone here and say that, okay, now Razagath, we kind of know what happened to her because, because this was one of those things that kind of dawned on me because I remember when we really went through the cinematics of, uh, specifically, um, the legacies, right? Right. Where we, we learned that Deathwing, when uh, he uh, be- basically became Deathwing, almost kind of, at least internally, uh, 20,000 years ago, when he embraced the powers of the Void, right? And he did so to defeat Razagath. Defeat, right? Because I, I, I had been thinking about this for a while, and 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 luckily, as me, as I've defeated uh, Razagath and, and how I see oh when Alex Straza when Alex Straza and, and this is one of those things that makes you think okay hey Alex Straza um you say that you defeated the incarnates and this is the this is pre-patch stuff you defeated the incarnates and, and Rathian's like well why didn't you kill him didn't have the heart and a heart okay right. well as you know because you're going in there going into the vault of the incarnates and Razagath is like, uh, I'm going to release my brethren, right? 
and and Allie, you've been in the you've been in the zone. You look up. You've seen you've seen the pokeballs. Oh, it looks so good. Are you talking about in in Razaketh's room? Mm-hmm. Oh, it looks so cool to see all like the other incarnates like all curled up in their little prison balls. Yeah, the pokeballs. Like honestly, it's kind of cute, but they also kind of look pretty badass too. So it's like. Oh, hi, guys. What's going on? Hey. I see you up there. Yeah, and this as this episode comes out, Elifar is out. You can kill Razagath in Yeah, in like, Elifar. spoiler, next episode, we will be talking about the pre, the post-Razagath cinematic and Renown 19 for Valdraken. Like, so. Yeah. You've been warned. You have been warned. <laughs> so. All right, so you've looked up there. You've seen the Pokeballs. Yes. There are three Pokeballs. Totally Pokeballs. Where's Incarnate Pokeballs? Where's the fourth? Razagath was never imprisoned in a Pokeball. Deathwing imprisoned Razagath to the void, right? Oh. Because I guess in my mind I always assume that Razagath was the fourth. Yeah, there is no fourth Pokeball. If you look around, no. Deathwing banished Razagath to the void. That's was that's was the right. right in the cinematic. Yeah. That's where Razagath went. So I think. What had woken up, I don't necessarily know all of the details, but obviously we had the sundering, bada bing, bada boom, big old, you know, Azeroth is in pain, lots of stuff happening, but now we're starting to heal Azeroth, and I don't necessarily know, but, and this is, this is for the big butt, and it literally just dawned on me, not, where, where, where did we go? Not Shadowlands, but before, we went to Nihilotha, right? right? The void. Something we did there may have unlocked Razagath's prison. Maybe. And that and, and we had three years of of whatever between uh freaking Shadow Shadowlands. I think it was total five year time frame. I don't necessarily remember, but I believe it yes, was five year time. I believe frame. I believe that's what it is, yeah. So in that five year span, Razagath's prison was probably weakened, right? Because we went into Nihilotha and, and dealt with all that. And Razagath right. was able to escape finally. Well, almost certainly, because usually when a big bad shows up, it's something we did. That's, that's almost. That's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> like look at the Shadowlands, right? We dealt with we dealt with Argus, Shadowlands, right? <laughs> that's that's kind of how it works. Two expansions ago, we had Battle for Azeroth. We went to Nihilotha. We dealt with Nizoth. We somehow unlocked the, something. We did unleashed Razagath into the world because we went to the Void and da 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 da. And here we go. And now Razagath is back to unlock the prisons, the three, not the four, the three Pokeballs for the Incarnates. So Tyr obviously needs to come back because of that. And that, I'm pretty sure that's... Now I don't necessarily know why Tyr was like, oh, and a great thing. Like, Tyr's... It's, it's very weird because I don't necessarily know why Tyr's contingency revolved around the Incarnates, but maybe the Incarnates played a much more bigger role than we necessarily know. Because right? I mean, this is, this is all conjecture and speculation at this point. Because because we don't we don't we don't have the information. It wasn't in Chronicle. Man, I guess the Titans didn't write about it. <laughs> no, they totally could have. True. I mean, could they have though? I mean, some of it maybe, but like definitely some of it for sure. Could yeah. have been there, but uh, I guess they didn't. They and didn't you might be honest with that too, because if you think about it, when we did the questing with the Shifting Sands. And went to go see ancient Azeroth. And, you know, we actually get to see, like, Therizane and Ragnaros and Alakir fighting. The 
the zone we're in is straight up Nihilotha, the Nihilotha raid. It's a section of the Nihilotha raid that we see. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like the main like hub where it's like, oh, go this way to this boss, go this way to this boss. It's like it's where you're clearing or go trash. go down to the pit this way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're clearing like, trash. I, I, tried to, I tried to float down to the pit and it immediately killed you. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> were you going to go see Because you were trying to get to Elgonath, weren't you? I, I was I was exploring, okay? Okay. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I just I wanted to see how far it was gonna let me go down, so I levitated and, and floated down there and You're like, shut up, the Dante. Answer is I'm looking for things. Not far. Yeah, yeah, not far. And I think at one point I tried running at first I tried running down the pit instead, and Therazane was like, bitch no, and slapped me and killed me immediately. <laughs> and then the second time I levitated and tried to go down to the pit and Therazane said, bitch no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that time the, the developers were like, no, Allie, stop it. You're dead. <laughs> but Damn, you all that me. to say, they actively, no, they could have just actively chosen that section of Ilotha just to make their lives easier for this one little bit of storyline. Or it could be as a reminder when the news drops that we did something in Ilotha that made Razageth break free. It, it, I don't know, like, Recently, at least, it feels like none of these quests or big storylines are done without some type of purpose. Some of them are yes. just for funsies, right? Like as as Merloth, Mer Merloth, or whatever. As Merloth, say it right. As Merloth. <laughs> that was just some fun. That's 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 fan service to the greatest fan service I've ever witnessed. Like that's what that was. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, there, you, I mean, you could almost go so far as to be like, oh, well, Deathwing, we're going to remind you about Deathwing because that's a thing. But it's like, you know, Death Wing or something. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I don't freaking know. So, yeah. I mean, now, I'm, now I'm just picturing Morlock versions of the old gods <laughs> and what those whispers would be like. Well, the whispers would be Anyways. like this. Instead of the golden one claims a vacant throne, the crown of light will bring only darkness. Yeah, so uh, who darkness? <laughs> dark, dark. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, continue. I'm sorry to derail here. No, I. I at this point, I don't freaking know. I got all sorts of thoughts, and it's fun, <laughs> and I like this. This is, this is cool stuff. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess I'll, I'll put it this way. So, we got the 2023 roadmap, right? We get the roadmap. Wow! And, and in fact, the very first thing is coming out like real soon. We, we get, uh, in fact, let me look at this. By the time the the OG folks, the, the general GP, general pop, Nothing, 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 patrons. Hey, patrons. How you doing? But all the rest of you, <laughs> that you should be thanking those patrons. Um, yeah, you're gonna be, you're gonna be, you're gonna be listening to this right when freaking 10.05 comes out, I believe is the, is the patch. And we're gonna be getting some fun stuff there. We don't necessarily know. You can get in a trading post. Cool. Trading post. Gray and white transmog, which I have things in my bank that I've been waiting for. So excited. I don't. I don't. I don't have anything in my bank. And we also look at the creation catalyst. Oh yeah, that'll be. I am looking forward to that. 
So yeah, so so yeah, you got you got some things to look forward to with the 1005, but we got we got all sorts of stuff in this freaking roadmap. All right, 1005, that's where we're getting. Boom, boom, boom. 1007 in the spring. So this is gonna be the return of Forbidden Reach, Human Network Heritage Armor, and holiday updates. All right. So I'm not seeing any big big storyline there. Maybe a little bit to the return of Forbidden Reach. Return of Forbidden Yeah, there's Reach gonna be something with that for sure. Yeah, so we, we get some we get some good stuff there. So we're gonna find out some stuff. Return of Forbidden Reach. That'll be that'll be interesting. All right. So season two, patch 10.1. All right. So let's just say 10.1. Oh, tears back. We brought him back. Oh, okay. Or maybe we bring him back during 10.1. I don't freaking know when. Between spring and summer, some at some point. So we get we get a new zone and we get a new raid. What do you think it's gonna be? What, what do you think that new zone and that new raid is? Gonna be whatever is underneath Old Taurus, aka Tearhold. Okay, so you're going underneath Tearhold. I'm, I'm going down, buddy. I'm going down. Uh, Ring of Fire, because we're going down, down, down to a burning Ring of Fire. All right. Um, I mean, there's a lot of fires. You go down, like it's a forge, just keep, right? Just keep so. going. Yeah, it is. It just keeps going. Uh, new zone, new zone for me. Hmm. I mean, because we have returned to Forbidden Reach in 1007, so you can't say Forbidden Reach. That's a nope. No, we already True. got that. Can't do that. So new zone and new raid. Um, I am going to go with Emerald Dream. I'm going Emerald Dream. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> I'm going Emerald Dream, of course. There's a bumper for that. Stop trying to make the Emerald Dream happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Uh, Anyways. Emerald Dream. That's where we're going. Uh, new Zone, New Raid, Emerald Dream. We're dealing with Emerald Dream. Because I'll be perfectly honest, the, after dealing with the Shadowlands in the last expansion, and the Winter Queen, and Elude my sister, and... If you don't do it in 10.1 or 10.2, I swear to fucking God, Blizzard, you and I, we're going to have words. We're going to have words. That's what I'm saying. What if for the entire, like, for the next expansion... There's going to be a huge thing about Emerald Dream in order to have to have to go there to save Azeroth or something or other. And you get this it just amazing payout if you wait just a little bit longer till the next expansion. Will that be okay for you? How's that eyeball of Nazath uh, working for you? Hmm? You didn't answer my question. This is not <laughs> about me and my issues. It's about you and your issue. Uh, in my opinion... So me, 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 me personally, me, I would be happy with that. Okay. But me is a wanting to have a really good information. No, no, no. <laughs> so me is someone who is also not necessarily concerned about just me, the insano lore dude, right? Also concerned about the the regular ass player, right? Just regular. Right. Player. I feel like if we do another. Shadowlands-esque expansion, but it's the Emerald Dreams or the, the Verdant Fields or whatever the frick they want to call it. I don't know. I feel like some people might go, because <laughs> fair. So are we maybe just a patch, not an entire expansion, yeah, maybe just a patch. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I think patch 10.1 or 10.2. You think it's going to be 10.1. Okay. I personally think it's 10.1. Me personally. Okay. I think okay. it's 10.1, right? Because, I mean... Who we okay? You you go up the Val 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 Val
And there's right. there's three, three, I tell you, dragons that are up there. Yeah, we're, we're missing green. We're missing the green one. Hmm? Where are they at? Where are they at? And black, but we know that they're we, having we, issues. We know where so. they are. We know where they are. Yeah. But, but they're basically both eyeing each other. Go, don't you sit in that throne. Don't you. Do, stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> That's what they're doing. I'm friends with Rathion now. I'm so excited. I'm like, I'm a true, I'm a true friend of Rathion. I am So too. much so that I was like, hey, Stabellion, I back you now. Hey, Rathian. You and me? We're good. I'm just getting some rep. <laughs> I'm just getting some rep. Take, take it easy, gives dragon rep, rep, which is great. Hey, hey, hey Rathian, we know. All right. I'm good. Right, play your little... Yes. Act. All right. Be, be all big or sad. Make the big sads. All right. All right. All right. All right. Rathian knows. <laughs> he knows. We're butts. Sibelian, I'm going I'm I'm to act like we're friends. That's what's happening now. So, yeah, season two. I'm, Anyways, the green hasn't sworn in Marithra yet, so mm-hmm. we don't know what's up with that. Yeah, because we know what's happening with the blues. I mean, the blue literally had an aspect and not an aspect. He's like, we're not even a dragonflight anymore. And then he was like, we are a dragonflight. And then, and then, yeah, Warcraft stats. I see you. You're literally on my raid team. I saw that tweet. It's really good. It's actually <laughs> really good. <laughs> If you haven't seen it, it's literally Caligos awarding Caligos a medal <laughs> for saw that. It was, I believe it was said uh, recreating the Dragonflight after having personally been disbanded. The Dragonflight, yes, that's good job, Caligos. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. There, there. That's that's what's happening there. Uh, so yeah, Melithrid, you're the only one that. Uh, I don't know. You don't. Did did you not get the RSVP that, that we're hanging out at the top of the little tower? No. Did you get that? No. All right. All right. So even freaking uh, Caligos got the invite. What's what's happening with you? I don't know. So we're gonna. We, I don't know. We'll see. So yeah, that's why I'm leaving. Leaving uh, uh, season two is uh, Emerald Dream. Uh, but I, right. I, 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 I just just I'm hedging my bets a little bit. It could be season three in the fall That's slash true. winter. It could That's easily true. be. It could be easily be season three. But I personally think it's going to be season two. In okay. Ten point one. That's 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 me. That's just that's just me. That's just me. I'm, I, I go every every anytime I think it's Emerald Dream. I, I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm all in with the Emerald Dream. I'm just like oh, that's what we're doing. Emerald Dream. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah, I'm not seeing anything else in here other than, you know, just some silly stuff with the, the roadmaps and blah, 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 blah. Obviously, 10, one, yeah. 10 one, five. We do have the... Mega <laughs> <laughs> There you go. That's exactly what we're getting. Here. We, and and uh, we don't necessarily know what the Mega Dungeon is even going to be. You know, the Mega Dungeon... <laughs> Well, and it could be something completely barely related to any of this. So. Yeah, like freaking Legion. We had freaking Karazhan. We're like, oh, Karazhan. Okay, kind of, kind of makes sense. All right. And then freaking, uh, you know, we got Mechagon. We're like, well, Mechagon. All right, Mechagon. All right. So who friggin' knows what we're gonna be getting? Maybe we get a Mega Dungeon in the Caverns of Time. But speaking of which, do we have a do we have a mega dungeon in Shadowlands? Yeah, Tazavesh. Oh yeah, Tazavesh. I ran it once and was like, cool, neat. It's pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. There's some unique stuff in there. Yeah, I think I'd, 
I'm pretty sure I never actually completed it. <laughs> That's sad. I'm I sad got to for the you. last boss. I got to the last boss. I was just like, eh. Yeah, I don't know. Shadowlands was <laughs> there's a lot of stuff with Shadowlands. I was just like, I liked it, but I didn't. You know, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's like I liked it. There's part of me that was like, I don't like it. I don't. It's, it's it could have been more. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Maybe the Shadowlands Anyways. scenarios would have fixed it, right? Shadowlands uh, scenarios would have fixed yeah. it. Would have fixed it. Just, I'm just saying. They yeah. didn't listen to me. I'm just saying, Blizzard ha- hire Allie, <laughs> but let her podcast with me still. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't. From my understanding, those two things cannot go hand in hand. I'm just saying, like that's the we're just get that one, one little like <laughs> thing, stipulation. Little stipulation. It's like, <laughs> but but just that one stipulation. Uh, yeah, that'd be awkward if Allie would just could be like the weird looks at me the entire time. Jim's <laughs> 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 onto something. <laughs> <laughs> like it'd be really good in the general public and Twitter and stuff about not giving anything away. But like you and me right here on the camera, just the two of us, I I'd probably struggle a little bit. Just yeah, something that's right. the face I would make. Yeah, yeah. So now I get it. Yeah, no, no podcasting because you should totally give it away. <laughs> <laughs> Not that she would tell me, but her eyes, sure, her eyes would give it away. <laughs> <laughs> or I'd be very actively avoiding the camera, and not my like avoiding the camera because I'm thinking or because I'm trying not to laugh too hard. My legit like awkwardly like turning my chair around and really, really <laughs> working to avoid the camera. It's like you heard it here for her heard it here first, folks. Allie is not talking, so Jin's right, or Jin's onto something. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so we talked about why uh, Tears plan seemed pretty good. Came back uh, probably because the adventurers accidentally let out Razagath because we went to Nihilotha. Cool. All right. So the relic. Of I will tell you. Oh, go ahead. I think that. When Tyr came with his plan for the Silver Protocol, blah, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I think he straight up didn't tell the others about his plan because he didn't trust anyone. Right. He was supposed to be able to trust the likes of Loken, of Odin, of whatever. Loken got corrupted. Who's to say that the aspects wouldn't get corrupted, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which, we, you know, like, things can happen to the aspects. They don't all fly on the straight and narrow. Right. So I think Tyr had the forethought to realize, hmm, probably shouldn't tell the aspects about it or anyone else because look what happens to people who they get corrupted. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, if he knew anything about what was going on with Odin, he'd be like, yeah, I can't trust that guy either because he is also a piece of shit. Not as bad as Loken, but still pretty bad. So maybe he's like, maybe this whole Keeper thing, maybe we're not as cool as we thought. Maybe not. Right. Maybe we suck. <laughs> so, Maybe the whole horror pantheon. Are we the bad guys? <laughs> Maybe. Is it me? Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. Maybe I am. Am I the villain? I don't think I'm the villain. <laughs> I'm not the drama. Yeah, you're <laughs> the drama, Loken. You are absolutely the drama. <laughs> All right. All right. So, next question I have here to start wrapping this whole beautiful and wonderful episode up. The relic the Deathwing used to control the Drakthir. Will that also be remade? I'm gonna say no. Because I don't see why it would. But having said that, I think we're going to learn more about it. Okay. 
So you don't think it's going to actually be... I, I think it might be remade. Me personally, I think it's going to be remade. I think For what use? For what use? Um, Would it be used on the incarnates, maybe? I don't know. That that sounds kind of like... Kind of messed up. Like, oh, we hate order. Have some order! <laughs> <laughs> so maybe not that, but I don't, I don't necessarily know. Maybe it's a... Um, almost like... Hey, like with the return to... Um, the Forbidden Reach. Maybe maybe the Drakthir is a, is a storyline. And I, I'm looking at you, Alora. I feel like you're like the main character in our raid team right now because she's literally the only Drakthir in the in the entire raid. She's only Drakthir? Only one. Oh, wow. Only Evoker. So it's like, I feel like there's a big story that is still uh, coming for the Drakthir. And I think that it may revolve around this uh, the Titan relic that Deathwing was using to control them and to basically say, hey, just so you know, Deathwing wasn't as cool as you thought he was. And uh, well, Neltharian, you're the general, right? So right. maybe maybe it's just like, hey, you remember this? Woo! And they're like, oh, yeah, I remember that feeling. We were like totally in sync, and but it's kind of creepy. And that's like with the whole freaking Halls of Infusion. It's like, wait a minute. So maybe that's where some of that comes in. I don't necessarily know how they could fit it in, but I do think it could be remade. That's where I'm thinking. All right. Now, my last question that I could think of is, so with Tyr, almost certainly, almost certainly, like 99.9% sure that Tyr is going to be playing some type of role in this expansion. What impact could this have on Odin? I mean, there's definitely going to be something with Odin at some point. Why else give us more of the background information we got on Odin with the stuff in Ultima and whatnot, right? Um, I can see Tyr wanting to I don't want to say get revenge on Odin but just check in on Odin make sure Odin's not up to anything nefarious All right. and then my final question because my answer to that question that I honestly wrote myself was I don't freaking know <laughs> I just yeah I is, yeah. I'm pulling this out of my butt at this point yeah yeah, yeah. we're, we're, we're kind of like spinning down where the wheels are spinning but there's not a lot of traction here. We don't, we don't know. We don't have a lot to go off of, and we're just going to admit it. We're just kind of making it up as we go. But it's true. Here is one thing that I am kind of curious about. Do we think Tyr knows what Odin did to Helia? What oh, Odin did to Helia? Hmm. If there is the lack of communication between the keepers that we think there is, I kind of doubt he does. Right. Because I don't know why he would know it. Yeah. What do you think? So I'm thinking no. Because number one, the bi biggest reason why is because obviously Odin took his ball and went home. Because right? Right. Tyr was like, hey, we're going to do this whole empowering the dragon aspect thing. It was his idea. And Odin was like, big old middle to you. I'm out of here. That is not happening. I'm going to go create my own protectors of Azeroth. And we're going to have mead and hookers and blackjack. <laughs> right. So that totally, that's what Odin did. He was like, I'm out. I'm not talking to you guys anymore. And then Loken even went and made himself a prime designate. So he kind of took Odin out of the picture pretty much completely. So do I think o Tyr has any idea what Odin is up to or what, what he did with Helia? No. Did Tyr know that Odin gave up his eyeball to figure out how to do that? No. No. Yeah, definitely not. Did, o did Tyr have any idea that Odin literally betrayed Helia, the person who created the elemental planes, practically? Or at least created the framework to imprison the elemental lords within the elemental planes? 
No, he did not know that. Uh, Unless Loken slipped him that information. But I feel like Loken was too busy with other things. Yeah. And then when when Loken and Tyr did talk, they weren't talking about that. So Yeah, yeah, no. I don't think Loken and Tyr were talking about what was happening with some of the other keepers at that point. Uh, no, I think Tyr was just duck season, rabbit season, trying to like, you know, literally like keep him off the scent of Arcadus and Irenaeus sneaking in there. Like, uh, he, right. Yeah. I don't think he got any information out of, out of Loken because yeah, it's yeah. So I don't know this whole big family drama, the Titans and the Titan keepers. I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting, but we'll see what happens. It's going to be really interesting to see what all happens with the big old days of our lives, family drama of the keepers uh, and, uh, and even the Titans with uh, their, their horrible brother, Sargeras, which we will probably eventually know what's going to happen there too. Cause yeah, you know, he can't stay locked up 100% forever, but you never know. Never know. But that is it. I think that's where we're going to wrap it up. Unless, Allie, you have any final thoughts that you want to throw in there? No, I'm just really excited to see all these things and possibilities that could happen next. And I want the information now. Now. Yeah, me, me too. So, yeah. So, all right. With that, um, I'm going to go ahead and hand it off to you and allow you to be as awkward as you possibly want to be and just 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 awkward it up as much as you want that's, as a, you that's say. a dangerous game friendo see here's the thing <laughs> jen, jen really rocked the asmr last episode but i have to tell you believe me when i say that if i did that i might break the internet or at least break some of you do it and i like you no no, no, no i'm not gonna Hell no dangerous you should do it trust me you should do it's it. dangerous you should i do will it. literally break people you should do it I like our patrons too much to break them. I mean, they might enjoy being broken that way, but I'm not going to do that. So instead, I'm just going to be awkward, Allie, because I don't have enough room in my system to do that right now. But I can be awkward because I'm real, real good at that. So, hey. Hey, hi. (laughs) Remember earlier in the show when I was like, hey, hey, hi, and told you to listen to the end? Well, we're at the end now. Yes. Where we do like to say a quick thank you to all the patrons that support us. Every single one of you, you keep the show going. You provide the rum that is in my belly right now. Thank you so much for your support. It really does mean a lot to us. Now, if you would like to join their ranks at any level and support the show, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash live laugh lore. Now, while we do like to thank all of our patrons, we do like to give a special shout out to our top patrons. So that includes Marjo Fishin, because I can say that name. unlike Jen. I can't say it. It's about okay. busted. It's okay. Ickis. Hello, Ickis. Sarith. Hello, Sarith. It's fun to talk lore with Sarith. It's good times there. Good times. Nadun. Hello. Hello. Mud, who gave me an idea for the positive story for next episode already. Chris Malore. Hello. Well, Chris, I I see you there. I see you there, Chris. Yeah. Good old Dungeon Master Burke, who might or might not talk about some of this uh, D&D stuff on world building with Burke, Dungeon Master Burke. Yep, check it out. And good old Dracorus. I miss you, Dracorus. Hey, buddy. Hi. Hi, hello. It's me. Hi. Thank you to all you top patrons for being just so wonderful. Yes. But speaking about wonderful and things and all that good stuff, let's go ahead and jump in a little bit of this. Stories. 
there's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story. All right, so there are certainly weeks when a story is just too good not to share, and this is certainly one of those weeks. And rather than give you a long, lengthy intro about this and that, blah, 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 I'm just going to let the story play out and we'll talk about it on the other side. At Glen Lake Elementary in Hopkins, Minnesota, recess is a mixed blessing. On the one hand, there's so much to do. But on the other hand, not everyone can do it. It just didn't seem fair that some kids were just left out. And it's really sad to see other kids go through that. They didn't look happy, and recess is about having fun. Glen Lake has a lot of students with physical disabilities, but no wheelchair merry-go-round, swings, or any adaptive playground equipment whatsoever. Come on in. Which really bothered the kids in Betsy Julian's fifth grade class, to the point where one day they asked her, why can't we just buy the equipment ourselves? I said, do you know how much that costs? Yeah. It costs a lot of money. $300,000. $300,000 by her estimation. But the kids were undeterred. They started collecting spare change, then held a bake sale, printed flyers, and went door to door. Then they began cold calling businesses and even got restaurants to donate a portion of their profits. This went on for months until last week when they hit their goal. We were all very happy on the inside and on the outside. The smile on my face, I could say, was an ear-to-ear -ear smile. I was just really happy that we made it. Reese Riley says they worked so hard. It was overwhelming to finally know a more inclusive playground would be coming. You're a good kid. Thanks. And as for the kids who will benefit, they seem to appreciate the effort almost more than the result. First time I set foot on this playground, I'm probably gonna start crying. From seeing the effort that all the school has made. Mrs. Julian couldn't agree more. My future as an adult is bright knowing that this generation of students, of change makers, see something that needs fixing and they go for it head first. The whole thing. Head first and dive deep. What's our next step? After raising the 300000 Mrs. Julian's class set a new goal, to the ceiling and beyond. They now hope to buy adaptive playground equipment for other schools in the district, turning loneliness and isolation into child's play. Steve Hartman, on the road in Hopkins, Minnesota. Oh my gosh. Fire back for Missy. Missy, some of the chopping onions around here. That's just, oh my God. <laughs> Allie, just, you, 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 tell, yeah, you talk for a second. What, what gets me every time when I've seen that is towards the end, not only just the obvious pure intentions and pure hard work that these children came up with and initiated themselves. But to see, like, at the end, like, one of them is nearly crying, as you can kind of hear it. Like, he's nearly crying, just out of, just overwhelmed by all of it. The fact that people followed these kids and listened to these kids and chipped in and made this happen. And the fact that they got to see their hard work actually work and how it's going to help these other children. Like, it's just, it's so pure and beautiful and heartfelt. And it's hard not to get a little misty eye when especially at the end when the little boy is starting to cry 
Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to try and get too personal, but um, I, I don't know. This this little story hit pretty. I don't know. Pretty hard for me because like I've had people in my life that are disabled. I mean, my dad is in a wheelchair myself. Like, and it's just right. It was. I don't know when I when I saw the fact that all these kids were going out of their way not to just be nice, right, to the to the other uh, students that were physical disabilities, but wanted to make sure that they were able to get out there and have fun and play too. Just I don't know something about that hit me the right way when when Allie first shared this story with me. I was I was like bawling in the morning when I, when I first watched the story. So I don't know. I love this story and it is. I don't know. I, I, I don't have anything else to say. I just, I, I love this story so much. And, and yeah, just like what the uh, the teacher said, it's with, if kids like this, every, if there are kids like this everywhere, like, like we, we, we get a bright future ahead of us. And, and I'm looking forward to it. I guess it's the easiest way for me to say it. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, with that, I guess we can get out of here and we will make our silly banter about silliness and fancy rum or something I don't know my fancy rum is gone which is probably for the best my fancy rum is also gone and that was a lot of fancy rum this is not this is not a small glass thank you so much for listening to Live Laugh Floor if you have a topic or a question you'd like us to discuss send us an email at livelaughfloorcast at gmail.com if you want to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash livelaughlore, and you can keep the show going for as little as a dollar an episode. You can watch Ali live on Twitch Sunday nights over at twitch.tv slash and you can watch Jin Monday nights at twitch.tv slash joint. You can also follow the show on Twitter at live underscore laugh underscore lore. You can follow Jin on Twitter at Jin's Joint, and you can follow Ali at Ali Anders K. Meanwhile, be kind and take care. <laughs>